0: Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you very much, Rob. Nice to have you join us, folks. And the question is, do I have a case? And the man with the answers is attorney Keith Figured. Keith, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, Frank. Uh, Hello, Rob. As I say, always a pleasure to be here. Looking forward to the questions today. Well, we got lots of questions, and the first one is about a teacher.
0: Here we go. I work for a public school district as a school teacher in Pennsylvania. My question is, can I sue my employer for violations of my First Amendment rights if they fire me for making political comments on social media during my own personal time? Interesting question
1: interesting and very complex. Um, so let me see, if I could do my best here. The, uh, the National Labor Relations Act uh, protects employees' conversations about their working conditions, but only as long as those conversations occur at the right time, in the right place, and in the right manner. For example, among other limits, the NLRA uh, protects only those conversations or meetings that occur during non-work time. And, uh... Trump NLRB has recently held that the NLRA does not protect employees' use of their work-issued email addresses. Likewise, some states and localities forbid employers from retaliating against employees for their political views. But each of those laws has serious limitations in coverage and enforcement or both. Uh, Worse, employers sometimes challenge even limited protections for workers' expression on the grounds that those protections violate the employee's own rights under the First Amendment. Now, several states protect employees from discriminating based on specific uh, political activities such as voting or affiliating with a political party. Some of those statutes are relatively recent vintage, but others date uh, either to the 1700s or to the Reconstruction when they were passed in recognition of the likelihood that employers, employers would use their uh, control over workers' livelihood to coerce their votes against anti-slavery Republicans. Um, a few other states, however, have statutory protections for political activities or political opinions. In addition to laws specifically protecting employees from retaliation based on their political activities, a handful of states have broader protections for employees' out-of-work lawful activities that that could encompass politics. But even in those states, employees' real-world protection is limited because of the combination of statutory exceptions and narrow interpretations by the court. In the United States, including Pennsylvania, public school teachers have First Amendment rights to free speech, which protect their expression of polit- political views and opinions. However, these rights are not absolute and can be subject to certain limitations and restrictions. When it comes to social media and off-duty conduct, courts have generally recognized that public employees have some degree of First Amendment protection for their personal expression, including social media posts made outside of work hours. However, there are several factors that could affect the outcome of the case. First is public concern. If your social media posts relate to matter of public concern, such as political issue, it may be more likely to receive First Amendment protection. Employers' interests. Courts will also consider the employee's interest in maintaining a protective or a productive work environment, avoiding disruption, or protecting the school's reputation. Nexus with the employment. If your posts directly relate to your job or create a potential disruption in the workplace, the employer may argue that the speech is not protected. And then, of course, you have school policies. Your employer may have policies regarding social media usage, guidelines for employee conduct, which you should Familiar, familiarize yourself with to understand the potential consequences of your actions. And as I always say, it's important to consult with an employment lawyer who specializes in First Amendment employment law issues just uh, to assess the specific details of your situation. They can provide guidance based on relevant laws, court precedent, and any specific policies in your school district. They can help you evaluate the strength of your case and determine whether or not uh, legal action is, a pr- is an appropriate course of action.
0: All right. Now, the next question comes in from uh, Luzerne County. And the question is, I was assaulted by a police officer in Pennsylvania and charged with crimes that I did not commit. Can I sue the officer and the city for malicious prosecution and excessive force? Are there any other claims I can make against the officer or the city?
1: So generally speaking, police are immune from various types of claims. This means that you cannot sue the police department in many situations. For example, if you are injured in a car accident while riding in a police cruiser, you likely cannot sue the police department even if the driver caused the accident through their own negligence. However, under federal law, you can sue police if they have violated your civil rights, and that's different here. Referred to as a Section 1983 claim, um, under that provision, It gives you the right to bring a civil claim against any government entity that has deprived you of your rights, privileges, or immunities afforded by the United States state's constitution or federal law. Under section 1983, you can sue the police department in Pennsylvania if they have deprived you of your rights. If successful, you will be awarded monetary damages to compensate you for your harm. If you believe you have been assaulted by a police officer and charged with crimes you did not commit, you may have grounds to pursue legal action. However, it's important that you consult with a qualified attorney who specializes in civil rights or personal injury law to get advice tailored your specific situation. They can evaluate the facts and circumstances of your case and provide you with accurate legal uh, guidance. Regarding your potential claims, two common claims in cases involving police misconduct are malicious prosecution and excessive force. So malicious prosecution refers to a situation where someone initiates criminal prosecution against another person without probable cause with malicious intent and with a wrongful motive. If you can demonstrate that the charges against you were baseless and that the officer knowingly and maliciously pursued those charges you may have a claim for malicious prosecution. Excessive force refers to the use of more force than reasonable necessary by a law enforcement officer during an arrest or other interactions with individuals. If you can provide evidence that the officer used excessive force against you during the incident, you may have a claim for excessive force. Necessary force is determined by what a reasonable person would consider necessary under the same circumstances and with the police officer's knowledge. For example, shooting an armed suspect who is threatening someone may be deemed reasonable force while beating an unarmed and cooperative subject would not. You can also sue the police if you have been a victim of false arrest. A false arrest is a violation of your Fourth Amendment right to be free from unreasonable search and seizure. The police committed false arrest if they arrest someone without authority or outside the scope of their powers. For example, arresting someone without an arrest warrant and for the sole purpose of harassment would be a false arrest. Claims like these as you can see are pretty complex and the success of your case will depend on various factors such as the availability of evidence witness testimony and applicable laws and as always it's crucial to consult with an attorney who can provide you with personalized advice based on your specific situation
0: and speaking of qualified attorney how do people get in touch with you sir if they need more information
1: they can contact me directly at five seven zero nine five four nine two nine nine they can send me inquiries through email at keith at figuredlaw.com and they can get more information and there's also a way to contact me through my website and that's figuredlaw.com
0: all right now next week we have an interesting question that someone pulled from your website as well and it's about pennsylvania act 632 534 so we have some interesting questions that are coming up and keith you
1: have a good weekend you as well, Frank, and you too, Rob. And uh, I look forward to next week's question.
0: All right. And if you have a question, send it to me, Frank Andrews, Frank FrankAndrews at WILKNewsRadio.com. Let's get back to Rob.